Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Greetings, everyone, and happy Thursday, November 17. We are one week from Thanksgiving here in the United States. Many of you watching overseas uh, and up north and our brothers and sisters in Canada. I'm sure some people watch us in Mexico, uh, although I, we don't seem to hear as from as many people in Mexico as we do from Canada. Um, I would like to find more relationships out of Mexico, including prophets. I don't, they seem to be hard to find, but maybe I'm not, not looking in the right place. So uh, maybe some of you can write in and say, check out this person or that person. And they keep getting it accurate, this prophet out of Mexico or South America. So I'd like to extend our, our reach, if you will. So welcome to the broadcast. I am Steve Schultz, a founder, along with my wife, Doreen, of Elijah's here and Elijah Streams which is the video portion of what you're watching. Uh, okay, we're going to bring Chris Reed on here in a few moments. Uh, before we do that, we're going to premiere another episode of American Warriors. So let me read that to you. Today's story is about a Vietnam pilot hero. Against the rules, Jim Beggerly was alone in his A-1 Sky Raider without other planes for support, protecting the men and machines below. Even with limited ammunition and bombs, he made 51 dangerous passes while being fired upon. He knew he might be in trouble with the squadron commander when he returned to base, but at least he survived and hopefully saved some men below. Here's part of his story. I've flown airplanes for 40 years. At times, you have a situation where you are in imminent danger. The 602nd Sandys were the fighter escort for the Jolly Green Rescue Helicopters. I ended up in that squadron, and I immediately realized that this is going to be a big role right here. This is going to be big shoes to fit into. When an aircraft had gone down, when there was a known survivor, then the rescue effort would be mounted. The A-1s generally would go into the area first. I flew 210 combat missions. Right off the bat, the number two airplane was shot down. He is ejected from the airplane. His left wing crumbled, and the airplane rolled toward me. It went over the top of my airplane. I was looking up into his empty cockpit. I was involved in 10 opposed search and rescue missions. I was there by myself. But I had just so much ordnance, so I had to conserve my ammo and space out my time on station. Single bomb, a single rocket. I stayed there for a long time. I got down to the point where I didn't have any ammunition left. Security police knocked on the door. Lieutenant Beggerly, squadron commander wants to see you. You made 51 passes against the enemy at night. Alone? Yes, sir. Against squadron policy? Yes, sir. They needed help. I got hit 27 times. I never got shot down. I never lost an airplane. Unbelievable. Imagine the protection he had around him 51 times by himself without air support. That's incredible. Man, I'm glad his story is being told. Here's how you find the rest of that story. Either on Rumble, it's American Warriors 22, 
or just type in American Warriors or on YouTube, American Warriors 22, or just type in American Warriors and you'll see that uh, episode. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Well, a quick uh, reminder of the of the good projects we're doing in Uganda. We're also doing projects over here, but we're providing water. And I'm just very, very thankful for those of you who are supporting both this ministry and the water, fresh water wells that we're digging. Every three days now, we're digging a fresh water well in uh, Uganda in this area. So um, without delay, let's show you what that looks like again. Water. It's something we can't live without. Imagine a day without water. Think about what all would be affected. Laundry, cooking, watering your plants, showering, washing your hands, your morning coffee. Hospitals can't function, fires can't be put out, and so much more. Imagine a day without water. In Uganda, they don't have to imagine it. It's a reality. There are many people in Uganda that lack access to clean, safe water. But we can continue to change that reality. Children, elderly, families, they are still in need of clean, safe water. It never gets old for me to see the, the people we're helping. Every three days, a new water well is, is dug there and launched, and they always have dedications around these wells. Well, well over a thousand people have come to the Lord because of these water wells that we have dug. I think the last I heard was eight churches have started, uh, have been birthed out of this. And, and we only started to just do what we felt God was leading us to do. We didn't even know they were going to start. Uh, salvations were going to explode and churches were going to be uh, launched. But amazing stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your generous giving. All right. It's time to bring in Chris Reed. And we've got some really good stuff to show you today. So without delay, let's bring in Chris Reed from Morningstar. Hey, how are you doing, man? Man, it's good to see you, Steve. And God bless you for all that you're doing to help the less fortunate. And, um, you know, I think that's something that is on God's heart is is how we look to the poor, the less fortunate, to the elderly, and to a young child. You know, you can tell they say a lot about a person's character by how you help those that can't help you back wow. and, uh, and how that you help the elderly and the young who are vulnerable. And so this speaks to your character, and I just I admire you and and Elijah List for doing this. Well, thank you so much. I do appreciate that, Chris. Let me introduce this by, um, this is a little bit of an introduction I've been wanting to give for a long time, not just for you, but some of our other guests. When we, a lot of people write to us and say, why don't you, Elijah Steams, come out and and regular, regularly tell us what you prophesied and how it came true. And so uh, we will then do that for a little while. And the next thing we get is, is people writing and saying, why do you always have to tell us how you got it right? And it, this isn't about you. So we kind of go back and forth on that. Today is one of those. We're going to list some things that were prophesied well in advance, and some of them are coming true even up to and including today. And then you've got, of course, fresh revelation for us. Did I introduce that about right? Is that kind of the situation? Yeah, and let me just speak that I think you're exactly right. And it's it's kind of interesting because there'll be several prophecies that you know, that will account for that I think are pretty detailed. And what I've come to find too, is that you've got to strike that balance. And I think you're doing it right. It's like, 
we're not trying to give glory to ourselves. We're giving glory to God, but we're also wanting to say, okay, we're testing prophecy as the Bible says, yeah. here's how it's accurate. Here's what's coming. It's, it's, it's a very similar in the sense of giving words of knowledge. I've found, I've found that some people say it's either too vague or they'll say it's too detailed. He must've known that some other way. Oh, okay. So you can't You're, win. Huh? Yeah. You can't win. So it's like, in the end, it's like, if you want to believe it, you believe it. In the end, if you don't want to believe it or it doesn't, or you're a cessationist or whatever, you're going to find every reason to not believe it. That's just yeah, the name. That's I mean, Jesus talked about, you know, slow of heart uh, to believe. And I've had people say to me, Steve, I'm trying to believe it. I want to believe it. Well, I want to believe it. And then we'll do shows like this that'll help them. And some of those people just go, okay, now I get it. And others will look at it and and they'll come out after seeing all the proof and they'll say, well, I want to believe it. And so it, what people don't realize, and you can answer this to a moment in, in a second. To, belief, people are waiting to have the feeling of belief. Oh, now I believe and I'll never doubt again. Isn't belief a choice more than most people? It is. I would even say this. I would even go so far as to say that the only real real sin is unbelief. Let yeah. me explain. Yeah. You know, people say, well, what about immorality? Well, that's just because people don't believe enough. Or, or what about alcoholism? What if people are into drugs? Well, if you can get them to believe enough and believe in the Lord, to fear the Lord, then a lot of those sins, wow. it's kind of like flu. You don't take a pill for the headache and one pill for the sore throat and one pill for uh, the fever. If you address the root of the problem, which is the flu, the symptoms go away. So the same is true with faith and belief. In fact, I was just telling our School of the Prophets this just the other day, and I'll say this quickly. Many yeah. people look at the verse that, that says, you know, uh, this kind comes out by only prayer and fasting. And I think when sometimes people look at that, they get a little off the path because they say, well, I must not be fasting enough, so that's why I'm not having the results, you know, whether it's deliverance or healing. Well, the problem with looking at it that way is then you start to think fasting is the thing that is the answer. When in reality, if you look at that verse, Steve, and I encourage people to check this out. Yeah. When Jesus says, uh, he, he starts out in the previous verse, he says, you know, if you have little faith, if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be removed and it'll be cast in the sea. Then he says this kind. What kind? This kind of faith. Oh, wow. Is a result of prayer. And is that faith. what he was saying? Really? Yeah. A lot of times people say, well, there just must be certain demons that we don't have general authority over and we have to do all these works. You know what I'm saying? To yeah. finally get the breakthrough. He's saying this kind of faith, mountain moving faith, faith that casts out all demons, faith that has. So the faith of the internal kingdom. The kingdom of God is within us, just like the prophetic, just like healing, just like the power of the Holy Spirit. It is within us. And so there are certain things we can do. The work of grace in our hearts releases faith. And that kind of faith good. Okay, is a result of a mixture, a, a balanced mixture of prayer and fasting. And that can move mountains. That's so that, in other words, you don't become legalistic then about thinking fasting is the thing he's saying is the answer to certain things, even though I believe in fasting. 
the emphasis is then on, okay, we're keeping our emphasis on the Lord and faith in the Lord. We just want greater faith. And he said that faith the size of a mustard seed can move a mountain. So the real question is, uh, and I ask myself this, wow, if I'm not seeing the results that I that I'm not wanting to see, is it because my faith isn't even the size of a mustard seed? Yeah, that's because- crazy. I pondered that a lot because <laughs> you can't you can't dissect that uh, any any tinier than a mustard seed. And he, he says, if you only have this much, you can. Well, apparently, I may never have had this kind of faith. I don't even know how to get there. But I think you're saying prayer and fasting will get, will help get you there. Yep, that's exactly right. And I think the Bible, you know, speaks to that. And, and the the scriptures are telling us this kind of faith is is released by prayer and fasting not this kind of demon is only driven what, out what is the reference for people that are watching where, where do they find that uh matthew 17 okay uh, let me just read it there sure. matthew 17 if we can uh, let's pull that up there matthew 17 and i think it's in the other gospels but i'll just read it sure uh, matthew 17 let me start at verse um 17. So Matthew 17, 17. Good. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation. So see, he's talking about faith. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. Verse 18. And Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him and the child was cured that very hour. Next verse. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast it out? So stop right there. Now, make sure we catch this. They're asking, what can we, what do we need to do? Why could we not cast it out? What was the reason? Verse 20, Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief. Notice he didn't say because you didn't fast a certain amount of time, not because you didn't pray a number of hours. The specific question was, why couldn't we cast it out? And he answers it in verse 20, because there it is of your unbelief. For surely I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing, get that, nothing will be impossible for you. Next verse. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. So I think what he's saying here, the, he clearly tells us when they ask, why couldn't we cast it out? He says, because of lack of faith, your unbelief. Yeah. So prayer and fasting releases the kind of faith that the kind he's talking about is the mustard seed faith, the mountain moving faith, the faith that can make the impossible possible. This kind of thing. Wow, that's amazing. Amazing, amazing. Well, that, I've learned something big time today. Well, Chris, we've got a lot to cover, and we are, uh, folks, we are going to cover a lot of words that Chris has given that came, that have come true, even up to and including today. And then we will go, go into some fresh revelation. So don't go anywhere. So go for it, Chris. Yeah. So let's just go with the most recent one. Um, I prophesied back at our New Year's conference, see here at Morningstar we have what's called the vision conference at the end of every year. And it's usually the last two or three days of December. Then we pray and worship the new year in. And usually around that time, I ask the Lord to give me, okay, what's coming for the next year or beyond. 
So this past year, as we were ending 2021, going into 2022, many of these prophecies that we're going to account today for, I prophesied then based on visions of what the Lord showed me as I would wait upon the Lord and meditate and wait upon him. The most recent one that is fulfilled was I prophesied, and you have the video, I prophesied that Donald Trump would, number one, would develop a media company that would be more than just social media, but it would also be a streaming service, like an on-demand streaming service, which uh, in the YouTube video that I sent to you guys, that I think yeah, we, we are ready for it. So it's on the Chris Reed Ministries YouTube channel. When the, the article is in below that, in, in the right below that video on, on the Chris Reed Ministries YouTube channel that you're going to play. And here's the prophecy that was fulfilled. I said Donald Trump would announce that he was he was waiting until he would announce right after the midterms. Now, that's significant because usually like presidents don't announce until, you know, a year yeah, much later, years. much later. Right. Just to give a quick example, when Donald Trump ran, when President Trump ran for president the first time, the election was in November of 16. He announced in June of 15. Well, now this election will be in November of 24. He's announcing in November of 22. So wow. he's announcing eight months earlier this time Gee. than he did the first time when he won his first election. So, so yeah, let's play the clip. Okay, here we go. I do believe that Donald Trump will announce he's running again for president, but I think he's waiting. Okay, I think that he will launch, I know he's already started the social media thing, but I think he's going to actually create some kind of video on demand or a television channel. And I think he will announce on that platform that he's running for president again. And I think it will happen sometime around after the midterms. You said it right there, after the midterms. You said it right there. You know, and all of those flurry, we may or may not have that for you. So that's okay. Uh, if they don't, in yeah. the description on the YouTube video that I think that you're playing, yeah, Chris Reed Ministries YouTube channel, down on the description, it has the article tagged there. They can click on it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, okay. Go go ahead and go move forward. This is amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. So he announced, and he is coming back. God is not done with him. And this is the beginning of the undoing of the stolen election. And this next prophecy, okay, I want to give to you, and I want you to, to hear this one. This one was, you know how like in your, in your iPhone or uh, any Apple product in the note app, if you write a note, like say, if I put a note in there today and I say, I was on Elijah list today and I just saved that note. The time dictation, it holds the time when I made the note. Oh, unless, good. Unless I change the time. Unless so unless I go back into that note and write more or add more, the time of when I originally made the note stays. So the timestamp can't be changed unless you change what you've written. That's, That's just how it works. And everybody that has an Apple product knows. So this is is. Now, I think I sent this one, August 18th, 2022. This is Nancy Pelosi relative prophecy. I said, and I saw this in a vision, a tragedy will befall the Pelosi family that will catch the world's eye. 
then I said, we need to pray for Nancy's child slash children. I didn't know how many she had, regardless of how much we disagree with her views. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now, anybody that's watching this knows this fulfillment happened right before the midterms. Nancy Pelosi's relative, it was her husband, Paul. This tragedy that hit the Pelosi family that caught the world's eye, it was all over the news. Yeah. And I don't even think the news is telling us the accurate full story of what no, It doesn't happened. seem like we don't actually know for sure who did what, where, you know, who, who was it an attack? Was it, yeah, so. Somebody, basically the story is somebody broke in to the Pelosi house. Nancy wasn't there. They were looking for Nancy and they beat Paul Pelosi, Nancy's husband, with a hammer which of course I don't wish harm on anyone. We don't want, I mean, we strongly condemn in the strongest possible terms, violence on people, even people we disagree with. But this was a clear fulfillment of that. And here's what I believe it is. Here's why this is a significant prophecy. It wasn't just information I got. It was a sign. A limited judgment has come upon Nancy Pelosi. In fact, today, this very day, we're recording this video. She stepped down from being the Speaker of the House. Yes, and that's very, 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 very good news. And like you said, we don't wish that. We don't, you know, no. we're not glad that that happened. It may well have contributed to to her stepping down. Um, but um, and by the way, before we go too much past that first one a minute ago, I wanted to make this one comment that I would have heard that first thing about uh, Trump announcing five or six times and probably never picked up that you just said real quickly in passing, this will happen after the midterm. You just said it. It was like an afterthought. You weren't making a, you didn't, you weren't profoundly declaring, but that's the way prophecy works. The least little thing must be paid attention to, you know? So I just want to point that out. Yeah. And I, because I had wrote these things down. Yeah. Based on, so I wouldn't forget them so that when I shared them, I would be able to accurately share everything I saw in the vision. And the vision was I saw him announcing right around. And then I said right after the midterms. So good. So good. So really was fulfilled one week to the day after the midterm election, which is unique that early he announced as president. And now Nancy Pelosi, one of the most corrupt politicians ever who claims to be Catholic and I think is actually over or was over in Rome or trying to go over to Rome, you know, the Catholic church with all of the things that may not be right about them for sure, they are very pro-life. And so I don't understand how she can reconcile her views on abortion. Makes no sense. With her faith. And this is what I'm saying. She's not just, this isn't just her personal view. She has fought for the right to kill innocent. Yes, she has. Yes, she has. Yes, More she than has. probably any politician, because she's been on the Hill, involved in, I mean, she was been the speaker twice. She was the speaker under George W. Bush. Crazy. That's way back. So she's been pushing this globalist, one world government, pro-abortion agenda longer than Barack Obama. Think about this. Yeah. Longer than any of them because she's been in power and this was a limited judgment. My hope is I would love to see her 
become a Saul of Tarsus into a Paul. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And now let me come back for, go back a little bit on that one where you you gave the word, and now we see that there's a tragedy. Now we go back to the word that you gave, and along with the tragedy, you had a command from the Lord, pray for their children. In other words, it, it would be silly to say, okay, the tragedy happened. Now there's now Nancy's down and forget that part of it. God had it actually word of the Lord that this was a time to pray for children. I mean, that am I being too specific or did God mean what he said you know, at that point? And when I wrote it down, Steve, I didn't know whether she had one child or, or children. I just knew this person was so the tragedy that by the way, that would catch the whole world's eye. It wasn't a private thing. Yeah. This was all over the news and still is. Yeah. And it's probably influencing her decision to step down from the speakership today. But the fact is we know God loves us and yeah. we have all at one time or another been on the wrong side of sure the track. Have. Wouldn't it be a miracle? Wouldn't it be something to see a Saul of Tarsus turn into a Paul and Nancy Pelosi come Absolutely. out and say, I've met the Lord. I've encountered the Lord and I have been wrong. What, how much would that shape? Oh, man. Oh, man. Perfect. Yeah. And now that you mention it, too, I, I do now remember that at least one son exists and was part of the, they're, they're saying they sat on boards in Ukraine. I forgot that until just now. He, she had one. Some of the children of, you know, Mitt Romney, Nancy Pelosi, Barack Obama, uh, they're, they're, they had, they're sitting on boards in Ukraine, which is a whole other story. But OK, well, let's let's move forward then. Yep. So the next prophecy that was fulfilled after or prior to the Nancy Pelosi fulfillment one is the St. Petersburg area hurricane vision. I believe they had the screenshot for this one. You see the date. Um, almost a year and a half before it happened. I shared this here at Morningstar in 2021. This is, of course, November of 2022. I saw significant hurricane hit the St. Petersburg, Florida area. Also in danger is Tampa and Clearwater, praying for those affected ahead of time and that a fresh move of God hits the area. It's coming. So, this is, of course, Hurricane Ian. And, uh, you know, I prophesied this back in June. I wrote it down as a note. That's I almost a year and a half ago, right in there, right? Yeah. Almost a year and a half. And, and people that know me, I mean, you know, there's people here at Morningstar that heard me talk about this. It's documented back then. Now, I want to make it clear. People say, what's the big deal? Hur hurricanes hit Florida all the time. Well, not this side of Florida, not the West Coast, right? Uh, in the Gulf side. In yeah. fact, when this hurricane was coming in, I, I'm sure many of your viewers remember this. It was headed straight for Tampa Bay, which is a very dense, high populated yeah, area. Yes. And they were concerned, oh my goodness, this is going to hit Tampa Bay. This could kill. Because I, in the vision that I shared, I didn't write this part down, but I did share it ahead of time. I saw 15 foot water surges, people drowning, oh my goodness. explosions. And um, I shared this with other prophetic voices as well ahead of time. But when I, when we saw it, it was aimed for Tampa. We began to pray um, that it would, if it had to hit, that it would hit in a less populated area or an area that wouldn't be as vulnerable. 
And I remember the day the hurricane hit, you know, just a little over a month ago or so, whatever it was, they call it a once in a 100 year hurricane. Really? The hurricane of the century. I believe they called it the hurricane of the millennium. Really? Um, and, 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 you know, for what you said is people that may or may not know the geography, most of those hurricanes hit the east coast of Florida like it hits the east coast Florida. of everything because that's where it comes from. But once in a while, it decides to veer all the way around that boot or whatever we call that and come around the other side of Florida. I live in Bradenton right next to Tampa, so I know this area. It came all the way inside, heads up to the top of Florida in between the Panhandle and in Bradenton. And yeah, that's high population, man. Not that, once in a hundred years. I dude. think in fact it was 1921, the last time a hurricane hit that side of Florida. Yeah. Like so it was significant. Um Hurricane Ian. Uh but here's the significant part that a move of God would hit the area. So it was like after the natural flood come, yeah. the word of the Lord was a flood of the spirit. Like the verse that says that the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. And so, so I just saw a move of the spirit. And we know Florida has been a place in the past where there have been major moves of God. I mean, we think of Brownsville. We think of other moves of God that have happened there. I think Florida is ready for another one. In fact, I'll say this. I think the dramatic um, electoral shift that happened in Florida, that was a red wave. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Wait, wait, say that again. The What happened in Florida in the midterm elections? Ronald DeSantis won that election okay. by 1.5 million votes as the governor. Which is Four huge. years ago? Four years ago, running for governor, he only won it by 34,000 votes. Jeez. Wow. So from 34,000 vote win four years ago to 1.5 million uh, vote, won it by 20 points. There is something coming. And I think it, the, the move of God, the revolution, the change in America is, is, is going to begin with a move of the spirit in Florida. And I believe it's going to sweep the nation. And by the way, that's where our um president donald trump and our future one uh is living so very uh, very good when did when did that hurricane hit uh do you happen to remember when it actually hit i believe it was uh the very end of september or early october this last um, this this year right this year. I, yeah because the reason i'm saying that is it occurs to me as we're speaking we we sewed into that with some water uh, related to the water and the, and the devastation, September 28th. Thank you. Illumination. Uh, yeah. We, with Elijah streams funds, we sewed into that where the power was out and the water wasn't available. Uh, so you who are watching, you actually were part of help, helping to restore that. It was a significant sewing. I didn't remember that till just now. So. Yeah. yeah. It was and a I, major hurricane, historic hurricane. It wasn't just, one of the many, and it was the, by the way, it was the only hurricane prediction that I had made. Um, that I and, and the proof that, that, a, that a revival or a move of God, whatever we would call it, is coming, is that this word came true, so that if one is true, the other is true. So those of you in this area can, you know, continue to pray into that. I mean, anything else you want to say on that? Yeah, you you sent water. One of the things we did, we did disaster release yeah. training. 
here at Morningstar, we sent a group of people down there to help people pray with them, minister to them, and also bring them things as well. Disaster relief. We actually trained people wow. down there. So wow, yeah. Morningstar uh, Morningstar's always been on the cutting edge. You guys, you weren't even at Morningstar yet, but I remember that Morningstar significantly came in after Katrina and brought help. I, I remember that it was because I knew of people then. It's been a long time, and I think that was two thousand five, but. Uh, yeah. Rick Joyner he did a significant work uh, moving in tents and all of that. So amazing yeah. stuff. So, all right. Yeah. And then I'll say this one last thing just yeah. real quick, then we'll move into the future. Uh, two things. Um, so in the same, and by the way, you, I think posted my 2022 prophecies as, as, as an Elijah list. Yeah, we did. Yes, we article. did. And in one of those prophecies, I said, and this was in January, early January, I said you would see a, a developing faction or fracturing between Eastern and Western Europe. And then I said, watch Poland. That oh, was really, yeah. And it's in your article and yeah. it's on video. Well, here's the thing. I think this is another fulfillment because the NATO nations are Western Europe and Eastern Europe about as far as you can go is is Moscow. So, you know, whatever's happening there without getting into the particulars of that war, this bomb that hit into Poland, regardless of where it came from, put the whole world on edge. Yeah, it did. Because Poland is a NATO nation. And so I, I feel like that word, watch Poland in my 2022 prophecies, it's in your article and it's, as I said, on video uh, the same video, these other prophecies. I think that is a fulfillment. And of course, I'll share this lastly. Um, the last time I was on Elijah List, we did a show about the uh, the fulfillment of the prophetic word that I gave about the the rise of women in leadership uh, around the world, as far as leading governments. And if you remember. That's in that prophecy that is in yeah. your article as yeah. well. Uh, I, and look what's happening in Italy. Look what's happening in Hungary. These, are these women, are you talking about women leaders? Is that what you're saying? Yes. The, the new prime minister of Italy is almost like a MAGA candidate. Really? Her campaign theme, she just won. Her campaign theme was God, family, country. So here we see in Italy this rise of this woman leadership, also in Hungary. And then, of course, we documented the prophetic fulfillment. Even though she wasn't in office very long, I think she was in office long enough to fulfill the prophecy and to be a sign to the church. When Liz Truss became the prime minister of the UK, I said a woman would arise in British politics who would replace a current politician who would be likened unto or compared to Margaret Thatcher. Okay. Well, Liz Truss was compared to Margaret Thatcher. She, Boris Johnson abruptly resigned in July as the prime minister of Britain. She's elected. She fulfilled the prophecy. But when I asked the Lord what it meant, regardless of how long she was in office, the Lord said this. He said, and I shared this on the last show. He said, remember, the, when Margaret Thatcher, the spirit of Margaret Thatcher emerges in Europe, as we've seen in, you know, with, with Italy, as we've seen it in these other nations, when the spirit of Margaret Thatcher, or the mantle of Margaret Thatcher arises in Europe and especially in the UK, remember a couple of years later, 
a Ronald comes on the scene. And in reference oh. to Ronald Reagan, remember, he came yeah. into office in 81. Margaret Thatcher came into power in the UK in 70. Yeah, he, they called her the Iron Lady. And then he they were those two. And who's the Ronald? Is this Trump again? I believe it speaks to the future of Trump. And I also believe that after Trump, I believe it speaks. Uh, I don't want to fill in the gaps too yeah. much because I think prophetic people, where we get in trouble is the scripture says we know in part, we yeah, prophesy right. in part. When we try to fill in the gaps of the parts that we don't know or we don't prophesy, sometimes that's where we mess up. That's and right. I can be guilty of that too. But I do believe Ronald DeSantis will serve as a future uh, president of the United States. Hey, so I want to ask you a question about, so the Liz Truss, you know, she she was compared to Margaret Thatcher, absolutely, but then she kind of was like a flash in the pan and then gone. What are your, is that, is that, did she fulfill that prophecy for sure? Or could there be another woman coming or what, what are your thoughts on that one? Here's my thoughts. I believe she did fulfill the prophecy. Okay. Many people in Bible times, Bible characters, I mean, there were short reigns of kings and rulers and, and long reigns. And I think that when we think of when the prophecy was she would be compared to Margaret Thatcher, Margaret Thatcher was in power 12 years. Yeah. But I think it was more of a sign. Just that's why it wasn't about her so much as the longevity of the term, because we don't know what God was doing in her heart. Maybe she decided to cave in. Maybe she was going to fall in with the establishment or the globalists and yeah. the Lord quickly removed her. Yeah. Margaret Thatcher anointing is in Europe. And that means the Ronald anointing is coming to America That's two good. years later. And I That's think good. the Ronald, I think the Donald Ronald is what we're going to see. In That's season. good. Oh, that's good. That's really good. All right. Where do we want to go from here? I've got my notes and keep going on that. Absolutely. So um, I'll share some things that I believe that are coming. Okay. Uh, now, I want to encourage everybody. We all already know what's happening happening in the economy uh, with the shoot, the food shortages and, and stuff that's you know got to do with weather patterns. And they're going to claim that it's global warming. Uh, with harvest issues, I think that well, one of the things we'll see is a sickness in uh, animals and cattle. But hear me, this is what the Lord clearly said to me. This economic trouble that we're all feeling, it's here, will change after 2024. I heard it clearly. After The Lord's going to preserve us like he did the children of Israel in Goshen while there were plagues going on in Egypt. God will preserve, protect, and help his people. But after 2024 and after that election, we're going to see things begin to change, a brighter time, new leadership in America, and it's going to lead uh, to a time of America prospering and God blessing uh, America again. Now, here's something else I heard clearly. I do think that that the month of December is going to be uh, I want to just prepare people with faith. I want to encourage them. I think there is going to be some difficult things happen in December, particularly with what's going on, not here, but in Ukraine and Russia, particularly okay. maybe a dirty bomb or the attacking of a uh, nuclear facility site. But here's what the Lord said. Tell my people to not get in fear. That's good. He said, tell my people to not get in fear. 
the all of these things have to unfold. There has to be a little bit of negativity to expose the That's darkness it. of the globalists and the left for what they are. And I think mm-hmm. that the Lord has allowed this to go on as long as he has so that they pull out the rope just long enough to hang themselves. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Okay. And so there is a turnaround. I don't want anybody listening to this to get in fear. I don't want you to think that you're going to be starving or there's going to be food lines for you. No, no, no. I, I want to be clear. I'm just saying this doesn't have to do so much with America. I think this has to do more with what's going on in Ukraine with the bomb and all of that, uh, or the nuclear facility being uh, attacked. I did did see this. I did see uh, the beginning of this exposure of the left, of the stolen election, of the the, the crime schemes going on in D.C. that would... Uh, that we saw with the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing and his connection to uh, the Clintons and all. I think we're going to see this emerge again. And I think we're going to see begin to be merged even in the Royal family. Oh, good. That's actually good. Cause a lot of people, I mean, we used to, I actually liked, love the Royals and all that. Then I began to understand there's a lot of, occult practices. I don't know if you, if you've seen any of that, Chris, or. Yes. Yes. In fact, I'll say a few things you're going to see uh, in the UK. I I hate to disappoint people that, that, that follow Harry and Meghan, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan, but I tell you what's going to happen. They will split. And I saw this clearly in a vision. The couple, the couple couple will split. Yes. And Harry will see that he was played as a fool. Wow. And it will be a humbling to him. I saw this clearly. And there will be some kind of thing that King Charles is going to say, either a hot mic moment or he's going to slip and say in an interview that will really cause him a lot of problems. I'm talking about exposure of corruption that is deeper than we can imagine. And part of it has to do with his brother, his brother uh, that was very close. If you'll remember. Is this Prince Philip or or Prince uh, Andrew? Prince Andrew. Okay. Prince Andrew is going to have, and I'm asking, I I don't, like I said, I want to preface. I'm not wishing harm on anyone. Right. But in a vision, I saw Prince Andrew because of the, he no longer has his mother to protect him because his brother, King Charles, will not cover and protect him like his mother did, that he would slip into a, a, a level of depression and sadness and the pressure of his involvement with Epstein and the people who are reaching out to him and the people, the, the pressure is going to cause him to even almost try to take his own life. Okay. And we're wow. going to see that. I'm praying, I'm praying for all of these people. They will humble themselves, turn to God, Saul's turn to Paul's. That's good. I want to make it clear. King Charles will say something on a hot mic that will be a major embarrassment. Okay. And 
this this is this is going to lead to King Charles opening up about his own vulnerabilities, some of the things he's dealt with. But we're going to hear in the news about this fall. We're and we're going to hear this loose lip moment. And you know, you've heard the old statement: "Loose lips uh, sink ships." And I think that's what we're going to see: a fall and a loose lip moment. Now you said about this this fall, and of course we're still in fall until December 22 or some, somewhere in there, 23. Yeah. Is that what you mean? In other words, it's upon us almost? I think there's going to be a, a literal fall in the royal family. Okay. And a slip of the tongue. King Charles in a hot mic moment is going to say too much, say something he shouldn't have said that is going to bring great embarrassment. Mm and exposure, which will cause then, now remember I said this, this is in November, 2022, we're going to hear about Prince Andrew um, get into a place of darkness with a culmination of events, the legal troubles, the loss of his mom, the loss of King Charles, his brother supporting him. He's going to go into a a deep depression, like a suicidal crisis moment. Wow. wow! And I believe that the Lord is going to literally bring the royal family, humble them. There is a level of judgment on them. Now, God loves the, fam the royal family. He loves the whole world. But there is going to be some kind of exposure of behind-the-scenes things, a slip of the tongue and a fall. Remember that statement. That will... Uh, cause a vulnerability for them to come open and transparent about some things they have kept secret about. And there's something else too. Several years ago, I did a study on what is known as the stone of scone. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of it, but the stone of scone is something that has been, it's a stone. I believe it's kept in Scotland is this where they have to do with when they swear in or anoint the next king or something? Every king for hundreds of years of the UK, every coronation ceremony that has been used in coronation for centuries, it's a sign like of, of, of unity, okay, in the UK and all of its provinces. Um, there's going to be some kind of bizarre, unusual hiccup to do with the stone of scone and it will hit the news. Wow. And it's, it's going to hit the news because it's going to affect tradition. Um, I don't know if it's going to be stolen. I don't know if the stone of scone is going to be stolen. I don't know if the Royal family themselves or uh, someone connected to it is going to steal it, but it's like gone to do something to do with Scotland and I'm not sure if it's the uh, the government of Scotland trying to steal that for national independence or something like this. But the stone of scone, many people have believed, and I personally believe this. I think this stone of scone is so significant uh, that it goes all the way back to the stones that Jacob uh, really? built. In, in, in scripture, yes. Is that what this believed to have been? Is it believed to have been Jacob's pillow? Yeah. Uh, okay. And this is why the monarchy stands in England as one of the main, long-lasting, few remaining large-scale monarchies left in the world because they believe these stones 
uh, this stone of scone rather, is there the Church of England, who the king is the leader of, they believe this is them fulfilling uh, the promise that someone would sit upon the throne of David forever. Oh, wow. That's what they believe is. By the way, is that a, if someone Googled that, would there be a photo of that ever? Or is it really not seen? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, it, it is. Okay. It can be seen still. It, I think the spelling of it, I actually looked up the spelling. Uh, I believe it's uh, Stone of Scone, S. C-O-N-E, but it's going to be some kind of controversial thing surrounding it, some sort of mystery around it at King Charles's coronation. Okay, wow. And it's going to be a real humbling and a humiliating uh, of the family. Now, I have also prophesied. uh, This is another prophecy that I got about a month ago, but the Lord clearly showed me that COVID was not only meant to bring and hurt Donald Trump because of the pressure that Trump was putting on China with all of the unfair trade practices, Trump called their bluff. He put the trade tariffs on them. There isn't, hear me, this is the word of the Lord. There is an internal revolution about to happen in communist China. Wow. And, and I believe COVID was actually released. And people have wondered, why would they do this? Why? Well, I think there's many reasons, and to hurt Trump was one of those reasons. But I think that one of the reasons they allowed the China virus, as it, Trump calls it, to be released, they wanted to keep the Chinese people indoors from rioting in the streets. Because I believe this revolution of this wanting freedom, people wanting uh, liberty in China from communism, they've been suppressing it and suppressing it uh, after a multiple events And I think COVID was an attempt to suppress it. But I think what's going to happen is we're going to see, and I don't have a date for this, but you can hear this, uh, Xi Jinping, and I've already publicly prophesied this, but I'm doubling down on it. Even though he was just reelected to the Communist Party uh, leadership, Xi Jinping will suddenly unexpected and untimely come to an end of power in China. Wow. And that will be the sign the internal revolution is about to begin. And here's what the Lord said to me. Here's the word of the Lord. He said, the below ground church is about to see above ground results. Wow. wow. You know, the, the below ground. Yeah, the, the, the underground church, that what they call the underground under- church. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. The underground church and their faithfulness there. They're about to see above ground results. And the person that will replace she will actually be even more evil than him. But his reign will be short and his evilness will actually even trigger the revolution to the point to where it won't be able to be hidden anymore. But here this here's another thing regarding China before this happens. And I also prophesied this in the January 2022 video prophecies. It's on your website as well. That there will be, the word of the Lord is this, there will be a naval conflict between China and Taiwan. Really? In the South China Sea. We're going to see a naval, and I think it's coming pretty soon, a naval conflict that will happen between China and the tension, growing tension between them and Taiwan. But Taiwan will overcome this. And when China is pushed back, 
and Taiwan keeps themselves, you know, liberated and grows in their development and advances in their freedom and, and having a, a seat at the table, so to speak. After this, this will begin the internal revolution within China for freedom and capitalism, and it will be triggered. Here's when you'll know when it will begin, when Xi Jinping is removed from power. Wow. You know, a lot of people, if they're younger, they may not remember the whole Tiananmen Square where that revolution tried to break out and it was suppressed. And now you're saying it was trying to break out again and then they brought COVID in yeah. to, to lock him up. And now he's getting to the point where they're not going to, once Xi Jinping is gone, it begins this revolution. Wow, this will be, this will be fascinating. Do, has the Lord shown you anything about communism itself in China? Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is the thing that the internal revolution is ultimately going to do. God's sovereignty. Yeah. Since Jesus came, these uh, dictators like the Caesars and the pharaohs of history, Jesus's first coming, you know, before Jesus came the first time, the Caesars and the pharaohs of history, their reigns would go on for centuries and they would go unchecked. But since Jesus came the first time, these, because Jesus rules and reigns in the heavens, mm. he has the final say. And these evil dictatorships, uh, these communist dictators, their reign, it may go on for a while, but it will not go unchecked forever. And just like we're going to see this internal revolution in China and communism beginning to fall apart and in there like it did in the Soviet Union, we're also going to see an internal revolution. We're already starting to see it in Iran. And Iran also, we're going to see this internal revolution break out that the news and the Iranian government will not be able to hide anymore because the desire for freedom in the hearts of people will ultimately prevail. And, and this reformation in China and Iran, this internal revolution to free China from communism, will begin and the sign will be the fall of, of the president Xi Jinping. I also want to talk about Israel for just a minute, if I can. Yeah, go for it. Israel. I, I also prophesied this in 2021, 2022, in those New Year's prophecies a year ago. I'm prophesying it again because I saw it again in a vision. Netanyahu is back in power, okay? Which means we're going to have stronger leadership in Israel again. I was just there this past July. And I loved it. But I saw a sudden, unexpected airstrike from Israel into Iran, against Iran, in their attempts of nuclear development. So glad to hear that. That's such yes. a good word. It, it's like out of nowhere. Yeah. It's going to hit the news. I, Iran has been attacked by Israel. Israel has struck with missiles, Iran, and their nuclear development facilities because of the softness of resident Biden in Washington, D.C. Notice I said resident yeah, Biden. I'm glad you said um, that. <laughs> I love that you did. And I'm still predicting Joe Biden will not finish this term. Okay. He will not finish his first term. I do not believe that he will be president by the time the 2020, 2024 elections come along. 
there will be a stumble and a fall of him again. We've saw him stumble and fall as he's climbed up Air Force One, but there will be a fall that this last one he will not be able to get back from. And the fact that he's only a puppet and the fact that he's not really the president, that the powers behind the throne are manipulating him, they'll no longer be able to hide that. And his brokenness will be beheld by the whole world. Really? And he will not finish his first term. And when you say, now I, that term brokenness can mean different things. Uh, David might have had brokenness before God after sin. What kind of brokenness do you mean? Uh, are you referring to some repentant heart or are you referring to uh, the evil heart? That's the broken? evil heart. He's okay. not repentant. There's okay. no repentance. The Lord has been trying for years. Yeah to move on Joe Biden's heart. And I think he's even had a chance up till this moment, but there comes a moment where limited judgment happens. You know, God shows mercy to all of us. We all yeah. fail. We all make mistakes. And there's a time of repentance. Even in the New Testament, the Lord gave a space of repentance to Jezebel in one of the churches in Revelation. Yeah. But because that space of repentance was not acted upon, the time was up and there was a breaking. There was a judgment. And that will come upon Joe Biden, That's good. Uh, who is who is never the legitimate president to begin with. That's so good. Do you have any sense of the drama that's before us with Trump? Of course, I'm glad to hear you say President Biden, because he is not legitimate. I call President Trump President Trump, not former president. And because we're on Rumble, we don't have to say 45 anymore. It's President Trump. Um of course, you know, he announced, and now we look back, and you had an accurate word that after the midterm. So we know that God pre-saw that. It wasn't as if Trump got out of timing of God, because God pre-saw that he would announce after the midterm, not coincidentally, but, I, you know, shockingly right after the midterm, which is exactly what you said. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what do you see in these next two years? Is there going to be a dramatic before the people disclosing of, of the elections? Or are we going to trickle like we've been doing for the last two years? Anything that you've seen? Yeah. So I, I do think that he will face uh, a challenge in uh, the primaries. I'm, I'm just telling you what I, what I sure. believe is coming. But I believe the Republican Party is still the president's party. Um, and I want to make it clear, I still believe Ronald DeSantis will be a future um, president. Uh, but I, I cannot let go of the fact I believe Donald Trump will have a second term. I believe that. And I think that, let me just say it this way. I believe when you heard Trump's speech, then President Trump's speech the night when he announced his um, campaign bid, mm -hmm. more measured in his words. Very much so. Very much so. And I believe he is only going to grow his base in already huge support. I believe he's going to grow it. The more he stays on the issues, I want him to stay a fighter. And if I could, and if I'm praying for him, I'm praying that he is measured, that he knows when to fight and when not to, and that God will guide him. And I, I'm telling you, I firmly believe with all of my heart the evidence will come out, if not before 2024, I can't say I know the date, but after 2024, there will be with 
a shadow of a doubt that there were stolen elections. The 2020 election was uh, there was cheating. It was stolen. I believe Trump was the rightful winner of the 2020 elections. And I believe he's going to have a second term. And uh, I, I have no doubt. And by the way, is just for those who are doubtful, is it an interesting, Steve, how that the elections, even at the midterms, this just here this month in November 2022, isn't it interesting how that the majority of the elections that were called on election day favored Republicans? But the longer these elections, these Senate and House races and governor races, one day, two days, three days, four days, five, six, seven, the, the longer those things drug out, just like in 2020, the Democrat or the liberal started. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, and I think this is why the people, our viewers, other Patriots viewers, you, there's a frustration that grows because we know exactly what's happening. And there's this sense, you know, that's why you and I talk about making sure that people are encouraged because there is a hopelessness that will try to get in there. Because yeah. we know we watch them. We know they're stealing it. We don't even see them being coy about it. They're just pretending. They'll say, well, the ink wasn't in the printer and this happened. and They have a problem. But they're just, they're doing it. To me, it seems like they're doing in spades in much larger numbers. What they did in 2020 was a warm up for this 2022. It was a worse steal. This time they couldn't get the house this time. But yeah. they're, they're getting one after another. I believe our particular Senate uh, candidate Joe Joe Ray Perkins won over uh, over um, Ron Wyden, who is a senator from Oregon. I absolutely believe she won. Yeah. Um, but but if not, unless something changes, she lost the bid because it was stolen from her. Same thing well, where Christine Drazen, same thing. Let me encourage your viewers, and I'll make my final prophecy today. Sure. And this is not a this is the word of the Lord. Hear me. Okay. After the after President Trump, after this next election cycle happens, we will see this election process reformed. And we're going to get back to an election day and not an election month anymore. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Like it used to be. I mean, that's what I grew up with. And now we consider it almost miraculous if we could get back to that. But that's all we knew. There this was is no the computer states. Yeah, we're I know. Acting like a third world country in our totally. election processes. Totally. But hear the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord is the election processes that are in their currently corrupt form. Look right now what happened in Florida. They counted seven plus million votes and had a result by election night. Yes. And that's why the move of God will begin there. And the reformation of the election system will also be modeled from there. Really good. And so be encouraged because every person I'm telling you, I prophesy the word of the Lord, the election processes will be reformed and the corruption in the current 2022 election in 2022 or 2020 election uh, because of COVID and the mass mail-in vote, that will be reformed. And I say that as a prophetic word. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Chris, thank you so much for that. Uh, I, I feel very encouraged. I know that people do as well. Uh, do you got a minute or two to pray for the people? And- yeah. If it's okay, Steve, I just will tell people uh, we're, we also are transitioning. Oh, yes, please, we lost. Yeah. 
we lost YouTube. Morningstar Ministries lost YouTube. Right now, our services, of course, are on Facebook and, and my YouTube channel, which is Chris Reed Ministries. But we're on Rumble, too. And we're trying to get uh, more on Rumble. And so I'm on Rumble. You see it there. Chris there it Reed, M-Star. That's me. If you'll subscribe there, whatever it's called. Then Morningstar also uh, has a Rumble channel. And you can just find us there, Morningstar Ministries. And if you'll subscribe, Good. follow us, help us on there. Or if you're still on YouTube, Follow me there on Chris Reed Ministries. I want to say a prayer if I can for the audience. Yes. Father, thank you today mm. for the hope. Lord, we're not um, in denial that there are challenges around us, but yeah. we are hopeful. And this is turning around. This election process will be exposed and there will be reform. It will be undeniable. And Lord, I pray that every person watching today will grow in their prophetic voice and, and, and prophetic hearing, that they will learn to hear your voice and to have that closer relationship with you. Lord, we just ask if, Lord, if I've said anything boastful or proud today, please forgive me. But we pray that your grace will be upon the listeners of Elijah Listen. And Lord, anything we can ever do or, or help or contribute to be a blessing to them or to this audience, we want to do that. We are hopeful. There is a turnaround coming. Lord, you are not done with Donald Trump. He is an unexpected leader, but you called him and you have anointed him for political office. And we're believing for him to come back for his second term. And we just pray your blessings on every listener in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Chris, man, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Uh, give our love to your staff and family and uh, we'll do this again before long, and we'll get we'll get the next thing. Do you come out and and when January comes, does the Lord then give you a whole spate of new words, or did did all your words go to start at Rosh Hashanah? How does it work with you? Yeah, on our New Year's come. So so ba basically, starting in October, November, I begin doing some praying and fasting and asking the Lord. Okay, like for instance, this year. Lord, show me what's coming in 2023 or beyond. I, I think most of it happens in the year, but I can't limit it. So yeah. that's why I say 2023 and beyond, just like I did last year. And I share it at our vision conference here at Morningstar uh, from the platform. And people, if they're interested in coming to the conference, go to mstarevents.com. Once again, mstarevents.com. It's the vision conference. It's going to be awesome. And that's why I release these prophecies. That's good. That's really, really good. And also you know, my school, the prophets until the end of the year, if people are interested in taking it online, they can MSSOP.com. We do it three days per month. That's it. And we're developing prophetic gifts in people. So if they still want to register until like the uh, end of December, and then we're going to start gearing up again for next year, they can come in person for those three days per month or do it online, but that's MSSOP.com. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, Chris, God bless you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it very, very, very much. A uh, quick reminder to what's coming up tomorrow. Kim Robinson will be on tomorrow. It's our guest on Monday. It's Robin Bullock. So we don't get him very often. So don't miss Monday. Tuesday is Johnny Enlow. We may have a surprise uh, event on Tuesday afternoon. We're working on a couple of very important ones that that you will really, really like. So that's Tuesday, possibly the afternoon too. And Wednesday is Cat Kerr. And then on th Thursday and Friday, we won't have the show because it's Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving weekend. So blessings to everyone. Thank you again, Chris. God bless you. Mm -hmm. Everybody have a great day. See you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Bye-bye.
This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.